You want to be happy? Stick around on today's episode. I'm going to share with you my superpower that allows me to shift out of any state almost instantaneously. And I'll share with you how you can do it too. My name is Marcel Hansen, and you're listening to Small Habits, Big Changes. Let's dive in. Story time. So there was a teacher who came into a room, had four students in detention after school. Each had been arguing and involved in some pretty short-sighted commentary during class. So they all got detention. He brought a table to the center of the room and four chairs, one on each side, and asked them to sit down. He wrote one symbol on a note, a piece of paper, and sat it down on the table and asked them to write down on a piece of paper what they saw on this note, what they saw in this symbol. Now, if you're on YouTube, you get to see it. This is what it looked like. And to most people, this symbol resembled a number or a letter. So that's what he said. He says, what does this, what do you see when you look at this? When he collected up their four papers, they each had a different answer. You see, the symbol that he laid down in front of him looked like the letter M to one person. The person sitting directly across from that student, it looked like a W to her. And then the students on either side, one said it looked like the letter E, and another said it looked like the number three. Now, the teacher made note of this, shared it with the rest of uh, the students, the four students in detention, and said, what do you think of this? And there was a lot of laughter, a lot of snickering, a couple name-calling. They were each right in their own viewing. In that particular instance, when they looked down at the card, they saw the letter or the number that they saw from the position they were sitting. This was a very quick and very profound lesson in perspective, because the truth is, after being shared after the teacher shared the story with these four students, they each could see how the other one could see something else. One had a little bit of trouble, so he sat the note back down and had them each play a little round robin and shift one seat over, take a gander and see each of the letters, the M, the W, the E, the number three, were actually all on the same card. They were just rotated enough for the person next to them to witness, but they reached the same. The only thing that changed was their perspective. Now, if more, then it's your responsibility to communicate more fully. Perhaps on an advanced assessment, one might ask if in the same situation, from what perspective? Because the truth is, if I'm looking at this card and I see an M, but someone asks me what's on the card, so it depends. I can see an M. I can imagine an, a capital E if I tilt my head a little bit. If I squint my eyes, I can see that upside down it would be a W. And to be honest, if I tilt my head a little to the left, I can see a three. So it doesn't take much for me to see these other perspectives. And mainly when I look right at it, I see an M. There's a lot of shit happening in the world right now, seemingly unpleasant. The truth is my perspective determines how that affects me, the action it inspires in me to take. My perspective 
is the determining factor of how I feel, what I think, how I judge, and the action that moves me forward or not. All of that is predicated on my perspective. It cannot be overstated, the power of your perspective. It's not what happens in the world. It's what you judge of that. It's how you respond to that. It's the emotion and the meaning that you attach to that. If you're looking to lessen anxiety, to increase a sense of calm in your life, take a look at your perspective. Maybe you need to shift seats. Maybe you need to tilt your head a little to the side. Maybe you need to squint your eyes a little or open them up wider. There is more than one right. There's a billion different rights. There's only one probably for you. And it may not be the same as your neighbor or anyone else's. Because another thing that influences perspective, not just from where you stand or where you sit, but your experiences that you have accumulated and drawn meaning from and attached meaning to influence that perspective. Now, if I held this up like the teacher did and I showed this to a little kid, maybe if they didn't have their alphabet under control, they might, they might just see McDonald's. They might see an ocean wave or a butt or a set of boobs. Who knows? Maybe this three or this E actually is like half of a snowman. Could be a slinky. Could be a lot of different things. My nephew rides, rides in the trail like on BMX motorbikes and back road trails. I'm not sure what classification is. He used to do flat track, all that kind of stuff. But maybe if he saw this, he might just see a really cool bike ramp because his experience may influence what he sees. If I've never been on a bike, I'm probably not going to see that. I might see a, like a grappling hook. There's so many things. If you, if you take the time to look and you look a little further, maybe you see a bird in flight. I think we're quick to judge because that's what our brain is meant to do. It's meant to determine whether something is safe or harmful. Our limbic brain is thousands of years old. It's going to tell us whether we need to run or freeze or freak out or whether we can take a, a deep breath and relax and it's safe. I think it's worth looking into to see how quick you see and determine something before you. And then maybe ask yourself, what else could this be? What else could this mean? I thought for a long time, my superpower was perspective. And there's a lot that has led to having that perspective. And I think I would want to credit curiosity along with that. Because without curiosity, I would never have developed the superpower of the perspective that I do have. Without curiosity, I would have developed a different perspective, no doubt. One more rigid, perhaps more black and white. I like to say it's not just my wardrobe, but my thoughts that are 50 shades of gray. I think everything is relative. I think context is essential, given that premise. And perspective can determine almost entirely your level of happiness and satisfaction. You got one life. One amazingly long, short, great, profound, deep, powerful life. You can spend that entire life just seeing a W, just seeing an M. Or you can work out your sternocleidomastoid muscle in your neck 
and try a little perspective shift. I know each of you out there listening has experienced this where you've misjudged something, you thought something was the case and you got all worked up over it only to find out that it actually wasn't at all and that you were mistaken. It doesn't make you an idiot. means your brain works really fast to determine whether you're safe or whether you're in harm. And I think a lot of us deem harm first. And if the brain is out to protect you, that only makes sense. You're not going to assume safety. You're going to be on guard all the time because it is life or death. If we can extrapolate that and work with our brain to calm our parasympathetic nervous system, not calm it, to, to engage it, to calm our sympathetic nervous system, but to engage our parasympathetic, to invite more rest and relaxation and meditation and thoughtfulness and intention. We will invite a balance. There's always going to be a little bit of on guard. Don't numb it. Don't drug it. It allows you to see the polarity by embracing it. It is how your brain works. It's okay. And it's your job to immediately thereafter engage in activity that balances out that flight or fright, that sympathetic engagement. It's your job to engage in practice that brings you back to center so you can make good decisions, so you can see things from different perspectives, so you can feel at ease, feel calm, not activate that stress response. The quickest way to engage that rest and relaxation, the quickest way to combat or to neutralize, if you will, that flight or fright is to breathe. Nature gave you that breath. God gave you that breath to aid you, to help you. The breath, just every other part of the body is a teacher. It's giving you things. It's giving you flashcards. It's giving you symbols to look at. I know some of you, when you see those symbols, your first thought is, I might be sick. This is, I'm sick. I need to go see a doctor. I need to seek something outside myself. You take a breath and look within. Sometimes it's just a reminder that you need to slow down, a reminder that you need to focus more on your well-being, on your hydration, on your movement, on your nutrition, and on your sleep. The body is our greatest teacher. We're just all sitting around in detention with the opportunity to see something a little differently. I hope that each and every one of you take the time to cock your head, to open your eyes wide, or to squint them a little bit, to take in a different perspective, not just on the outside world, but on your inside world. I feel like I'm just getting started 30 years into this relationship with my body, hearing it when it talks to me, when it's trying to communicate, when it have a little niggle. What's that about? What else could this mean? I think knowing the most about my body in this 150 years I'm going to spend on this planet, this go, is probably the greatest achievement that I, in and of myself, will ever accomplish. I will have joint ventures that will be much greater. And hopefully my great-grandchildren are watching this, or at least they have some sort of transcription in their Manchurian chip that allows them to search their family history and they're watching me on a hologram. When your life is played out with the backdrop of a blue sky, your great-grandchildren watching through their own eyeballs, their own lenses, and they can see 
everything you've done in totality, but each and every effort that you've made and the visions that you held and the contributions that you gave of your time, your resources. When they look at how you fit into your community, into your family unit, to their parents' family unit, whether it's your great-grandchildren watching, what will they see? It's worth giving some thought to because it's playing out right now and you're participating. I hope you're committed to making it the greatest story that it could be because this life is epic. There is so much that we'll never know, that we'll never touch in this lifetime. That just makes me more curious to see what I can do, to see what I'm capable of, to chase that potential. And as I get closer, it gets bigger. It doesn't get farther away. It gets bigger. And I start to get into becoming more of that potential. I hope you enjoyed today's story time. If you know of someone, a friend, loved one that you think might benefit or enjoy hearing today's episode, please do share. We love subscriptions. That's what allows us to have some feedback. You can comment here or always, you can always text and join the wellness community. You can give feedback there as well. Your insight, challenges, your wins. When one of us wins, we all win. And the sooner everybody figures that out, the better off this planet will be. The Texan community is in the outro. Until next time, I look forward to connecting with some of you offline. And I wish you the very best transitioning into this beautiful time of the year. Until then, check your perspective and be awesome. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel any part of this episode resonated with you, then please consider sharing it with a friend who may also find value in it. And remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And before you go, did you know we have a fantastic free text community? If you want more bite-sized health hacks and reminders delivered directly to your phone, absolutely free, then text keyword YES to 206 206- Four eight three two nine six zero. Again, that's keyword yes to two zero six four eight three two nine six zero, and we'll see you on the inside.